Welcome, everybody, to the Two for One podcast. I am one of the two, Trevon Gross Jr. I'm joined by my dog, my brethren, my Canadian man, the man from the North, Denzel Taylor, is here with me. What's going on? It's good, my bro. How you doing, man? How was your week? Man, my week was solid. Solid week. Um, good week of workouts. Work's going well. You know, planning up for a great year with Craft Your Dream. God is good, man. How about yourself? Doing good, man. That's good to hear, man. Craft your dreams on the come up, man. You gotta, you gotta plug the promo more, man. Yeah, listen, that in, bro. Y'all just wait for the new year. The two form podcast, we going to a whole nother level. Just, just watch. Just watch. We got some cool stuff planned. But, um, man, let's let's just jump right into it. Uh, the WNBA playoffs are going on right now. Matter of fact, as we are recording, Game Two of the WNBA Finals are on right now between the Mercury. And the why is it escaping me? Oh, why is it escaping me? Chicago me? Sky. Chicago Sky. Good lord. I know Come Candace on, Parker, man. but like I knew it wasn't. I got you. Sparks. I got you. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm I know Candace is there, but like I'm so used to seeing her in a smart. But but yeah, so Chicago Sky and the Mercury are in the finals right now. Um the the sky are up at one game. So so far it's tied right now at halftime. So it's just a good little series. You know, you got Diana Tarasi, you got Candace Parker. It's just some some high level basketball being played, um, so it's really exciting. Also, want to shout out to Diana Taurasi for being voted uh, the goat. She's been voted as the goat of the WNBA, rightfully so. Um, in my opinion, she is the all time leading scorer of the WNBA, and still counting because she's still getting buckets here in this finals. And I don't think she's done either. I was about to um, say she still got some years left on her. Yeah, 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 crazy. Well, you know. It's cool to see. It's really cool to see. Um, the WNBA is doing a lot of really dope stuff, and uh, you know, see where it goes. What have you been seeing? Like, actually, that, yeah, that's actually a good question. What have you been seeing in the WNBA? Because I know that prior to uh, us really starting this podcast and me really badgering Pushing you, it on WNBA, like, what what are you seeing? Now, one thing I will say that I I've have seen is just like the involvement of the game, like. Like back when I used to watch it or just skim past it, like no offense, it was it was more like just something to watch or very like boring. It wasn't exciting, but like these new games nowadays, just like the player development, like they're doing like everything besides Duncan like that, that the men are doing. Like so it's actually fun to watch now. And yeah. just the involvement of the WNBA and you have, you know, dunking, you have I just seen a dunk by what's her name, Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner I'm like, yep. is she about to dunk this? Crazy just just the mm-hmm. involvement of the game, flashy running up and down. And just like if you know basketball, like WNBA, you're gonna get good basketball cuts, sets, all that. It's gonna be precise and crisp. Right. So me just tuning in this season, man, it's, it's it's been nice to watch. You know what I'm saying? But you definitely got me hooked a little bit. Hey man, you know, I'm just trying <laughs> to do my part. I'm just trying to because I keep trying to tell people like for people that really love the game of basketball and it's in its true form, like just the game battle, whether like WNBA is where it's at, man. Like you really do get it there. Like obviously there are some differences in athleticism and things of that nature, but it's, it's different. It's, it's a different type of de- It's a different type of detail. You know what I'm saying? Certain cuts, certain movement, things of that nature. Like it's, you know what I'm saying? The WNBA really does um, offer that for, you know, us true hoop heads like that. Yeah, but, you got to be in tune. Absolutely. Absolutely. You absolutely have to be. But um, but yeah, so aside from that, moving on from the WNBA, you know, well, first off, who who you got winning? I got I got the sky winning, man. I'm a big Candace Parker go like she's she's like the LeBron James of the WNBA to me. So like whenever she wins or I can see her doing well, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got a root for her. So I got I got yeah. Chicago Sky winning it. You know what I'm saying? I have good. honestly I have to fall on the other side. I have to go with the Phoenix Mercury. You gotta I go to Mercury. I do. They they beat my aces, man. And oh, I was it's, it's gonna make me feel better if my aces at least lost to the champions. So <laughs> nah, I um, gotta go with the hometown hero, man. She's gonna right. do it for Chicago. I'm at it. You you cannot lose. And you know what? Also, just oh I always gotta go back to that episode where we talked about this stuff. This game is airing on ESPN. That might sound minor to some, but that's major. That's big. That's, you know, that's very big. A lot of these, I will say that the WNBA and just these major media outlets have done a really good job of making these playoff games um, really easy to watch. You know, they're on um, ABC, they're on, T- or not TNT, but on ESPN, just major Network major platforms before I forgot. I think I seen it on like ESPN U one once a couple years or something. They'd be, be yeah, random things like, yep, yeah, yeah like real they, crazy. They like you have to have certain packages, yeah. So they, they've done a really good job of making the games uh, a lot more accessible, which I think is awesome. So, shout out to the WNBA, shout out to the media, um, ESPN, you know, ABC, all of that. But moving on, um, I was looking on Instagram and um. Rico Hines. Rico Hines. Now, are you familiar with who Rico Hines is? I'm not familiar with him. So Rico Hines is, he's pretty much the head of player development for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, He is pretty much known for running like the UCLA um, runs, like the UCLA pickup games. Okay, okay, okay. um, They haven't been doing them, or at least they haven't been showing them, but he's been running, I guess, pickup games at some location, I'm assuming in um, Sacramento. But, you know, pretty much one of the things that he always does is like before every pickup game and after, like he kind of gives like, looks like a five to 10 minute kind of like positive messaging where he's just like kind of talking to the guys playing. And um, the reason why I bring it up. So one of the things that he talked about uh, in at least the latest video that I saw, where he was talking about stacking days, like stacking good days and how important that is. And, you know, as a pro to stack good days in order to, really stay in the league, stack good days to really make sure you're improving and things like that, like building a routine and how, you know, those types of things are the difference between um, staying in the league for 10 to 15 years and not. No, so yeah. that's big. That's big. It time. is. It is. And so I want to ask you what, what are like some of the, I guess, more impactful positive messages that you've heard over your years as from playing? Like for that, a coach has said, a trainer, whatever that you've heard that really has stuck with you in terms of like, you know, has pushed you or, um, you know, has really kept you, kept you locked in. Um, just that, like this whole basketball experience is just, it's a grind. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, it's always like, there's always people working harder or just out there working like you never know who's looking like for me it's like no matter what you do out on the court no matter if you're in the basketball gym at the rec center like always like go hard because my whole philosophy is like bro or what I've got learned learn is like you never know who's watching you like and mm-hmm. it always comes back full circle like bro I seen you do this or I see you do that it's like bro you're watching me like I'm not even I'm not even playing. I'm on the bench. You're watching my body language or I'm out there running baseline to baseline, not not touching the ball. But people are always watching you do. You'd be surprised how much people are just evaluating you. So for me, like, that's a big thing. Like Always continue, like, no matter what the case may be, no matter what's going on, like, keep a positive energy. 
keep doing what you're doing because people are watching you like people are always right. watching you no matter what it like it's not about what you it's not all about what you can do on the court but just like just having that good vibe good energy with people and having that report like yeah he's a good mm-hmm. he's this that the third like that takes you a long way plus your skills and what you do on the basketball court obviously you're working hard every day but like like that like just having a good report and always doing the right thing yeah you know make sure you're doing like things like hard the right way consecutively because you know anyone could be watching you that's a big thing you know what i'm saying no matter who's who's in the gym no matter what like just don't take no days off and, and no slack yeah. you know what i'm saying because having that good report especially in like a basketball organization or just out there in the basketball universe i'm telling you it's good because you can have all the skills or whatever but like if you have if you have a bad report with people no one's gonna want you no one's gonna want to you know, have you on your team or this, that, mm-hmm. the third. You're just, you're just not going to want to deal with it. Because there's always someone younger. There's always someone with a better, mm-hmm. you know, skills or just has a better, you know, up- upbringing or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, I would and say I think that's probably the big lesson I've learned. For sure. Uh, you hit it on a really good point um, where you talked about just, like, having good energy in the gym, like, when you're when you're putting in work. Mm-hmm. And not energy in, like, this new social media where, like, oh, the energy, make sure energy is hot. Like, not that, but when you have an energy in the room of in the gym where, you know, there's work being done, right? When you know, regardless of who you're in the gym with, that the message is, look, we're here to get better. You know what I'm saying? And even having someone that is outside of your normal circle, kind of being like only a voice of producing that positive energy within the gym. And I think that's kind of also the great importance of like a really good trainer that's like a great sign of a really good trainer because at least on the pro level like we're just talking pro level basketball because you know it's easy to coast as a pro level basketball player it is man people get comfortable right like you just know what time it is like it's easy you know what drills you could chill on you know how you could chill through it like you know you know but when you have someone that is constantly pushing you Right. And like really, you know, encouraging you and motivating you to get it going. Uh, it's so, so, so huge. And and it's not someone that's like in your normal circle. Right. Like, and I think it's not like it's not like one of your homies that comes rebounding for you. It's like, no, yeah, and I see this person. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like when you when you see certain people, you know, like, OK, you know, yeah. they're gonna, right. like they don't care nothing about what I'm doing after this, they don't care nothing about my personal life and nothing, and, and, nothing about my ratings, nothing. Right. They you know like saying? they cared only about putting in work and that's mm-hmm. all like only a high level is going to be accepted here. And I think yeah. that's important. Like I think that's important to have someone in your circle that is outside of your personal life, but mm-hmm. they're solely focused on who you are as a basketball player. Yeah. And, like they really know like how to push your buttons. They know you know, what to do. And I think that's what's really dope about Rico Hines. And, and I mean, there's a bunch of trainers that, um, you know, function that way. I mean, I think Phil Handy is the same way. You know, mm-hmm. you look at um, Chris Johnson, yeah, Chris, um, Chris Johnson, Brickley, yeah. like, because you know how it is. Like, bro, a lot of, we talk about all the time, like basketball is mental. Like that's, I mean, that's not really a secret, but, you know, overall, let's say across the board from, I don't know, AAU basketball all the way up to pros, it's like 90% mental. But if you just focus on the pro game, honestly, mm-hmm. I think that percentage goes up to like 97%. 97%. Yeah, like I think it goes up like that much higher. Yeah, because at that you, level, it's like yeah. you have all the tools. 
to be great. Obviously, you have to fine tune some things, but like, there's not like much big of a jump you could make after like after like your fourth season in the league. You are defined of who you are. You right. know what I'm saying like there's right. really no more wiggle room like after your third fourth season whatever you are there it is what it is so it's all mental and how you approach it if you want to stay in the league if you want to stay overseas whatever whatever the case may be it is yeah. you have to take a whole different mental approach to the game and having someone in your corner like that just not even looking at the basketball aspect of it but just like just wants the best out of you no matter whatever you're doing like just yes. in life general like it's very important you know what i'm saying yeah it is because i mean shoot we we see it all the time like with coaches that operate you know uh for a bottom line right like it's never necessarily like they're trying to push you to be your best they're pushing you so that way you can produce on the court for them and and keep their job contracts all that type of stuff but like you said when you have a person a trainer that is listen, I'm focused. My only focus, my purpose is to bring the best out of you. And whether you do it or don't, I'll be straight. (laughs) But if you do it, you'll see success with it. And I think what's cool is when you see that process work for a lot of guys, you see a lot of guys stack days, as Rico Hines said, and be consistent and build routines and things like that. And you see the success in you know signing contracts and stuff like that like it it is honestly really dope to see because like you said like we just said like it is 97 percent like 97 percent mental and when dudes are confident when dudes are really in a flow and a good rhythm with their game game and really know their game like they they know what they do on the court and like there's things within that that you can refine but like you know what you do like you know if you're a three and d guy you know if you're the playmaker you know if you're the shooter you know if you're the slasher, like you just know, right? Fair. And and dudes really just are able to improve on that. Um, and I think it's so, so cool to see um, voices like that in the game because, you know, right now we talk about the time, there's a bunch of vultures when it comes to the game of basketball. So it's really cool to see, you know, just like the real stay, like the real is still here. The real people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The real people yeah. out there giving back, giving good game, man. You know what I'm saying? We definitely need need more people like him, you know, and the Chris yes. Berkeley's and the Chris Johnson's and all that, man. Much respect to him. Absolutely. Shout out to everybody. You know and, and shout out to people that we haven't even named, but, you know, just the people that for real are just really trying to bring the best out of, out of their guys, really trying to bring the best out of the athletes that they work with and not worried about, um status not worried about you know views on youtube or having the gym and all that type of stuff we're here to work i'm treating everybody the same ain't about to be no favoritisms not about to be any um you know letting somebody slack just because they're such and such like nah like we're here to work i don't care overseas i don't care if you're playing in the league i don't care if you like whatever we're putting in work um you know because work so i think i think just that positive messaging is so so important um but okay so let me ask you this do you have anyone that like any trainer or coach or anything like that that kind of comes to mind when you talk about like hearing consistent positive messaging like anyone you would just shout out real quick of course i got a couple man okay first of all shout out to all like the high school and aau coaches that you you know the grind man you're not really you don't get paid you're just out here trying to make trying to do something better for the kids and, and be that inspiration to be that father figure but for me, shoot, back in the day, man, shout out to Mr. Graham, Coach Graham, was my high school coach back in like public school before I went to Benedict's. Okay, shout yeah. out to Mr. Graham, um, shout out Coach Tony, my AU coach for Bounce. Hey, shout coach out. Tony. And, and there's an and there's another um, Coach Troy. He was okay. on like tra- travel team before um before I went to Bounce. Man. For Bounce, those three, okay. 
those three are probably like the most inspirational of just like the grassroots of me as a basketball player and how I grew up. Obviously, shout out Coach mm-hmm. Jones, um, college OD basketball. You know, he's big time for me, man. So th- those three and four right there, definitely. What about yourself? For me, um, I got to shout out Coach Blue. He was my first AAU coach. Um, he started so, AAU team, and I was that was like my first ex- exposure to AAU. Um, I got a shout out to Coach Tag. That's my guy. Um, he was, uh, I mean, he's been he was another one of my AAU coaches, but you know that's like my just a really close friend of mine now. Um, I got a shout out to um, Coach Bennett. You know, just the way that he goes about his positive messaging is incredible. Just so you know, shout out Coach Bennett. Got a shout out MC too. Uh, he's our strength and conditioning coach um, at UVA. Man, that guy. One of the most prideful people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> one of the most prideful, but man, when I tell you, like, he he makes it really, like, he'll make you want to run through a wall for him. So, so shout out to MC for sure. Um, that's my guy. Uh, but I mean, shucks, it's been a bunch more, but, you know, those are the guys that really stand out in terms of, like, just positive messaging every single day because um, it's so important man like it's so important this this thing is such a grind like every single day you wake up you do the same thing and like I said, it's so easy to coast and you know it is man yeah when you when you have someone that can push the right buttons and you know you get the right get your adrenaline going, going man right get you going it's it's it, it really makes for a uh, more productive gym time Shout but, out to Coach P too, man. Oh, facts, Coach P. Yeah, how could oh, I forget, man? man? He's a yeah. ball of energy. Yeah. Oh my God, bro! <laughs> the Plainfield Joker, Plainfield oh, legend, God. man. Shout out Coach legend. P, bro. Facts, Coach Pearson from St. Ben's. That's our guy right there. Actually, I give him a call, see how he's doing. Facts. But um, but yeah, so that's good. We're moving on from from positive messaging and just having the right people, coaches, trainers around you. Um, real quick, Ben Simmons just showed up. Can we talk about that for two seconds? How wild that is, bro. He showed up while the 76ers were playing a game at the arena. Like, all right, I'm here. I'll take my COVID test. Let yeah. me get back in. Like, this is <laughs> wild. It's wild. Yo, he's he's seen them checks not hitting the same. He was like, Do yeah. I really want to lose this eight million dollars? Whatever, mm-hmm. how much money he got his butt up and flew. Was like, all right, bro. Just ran just playing. Like, just showed you know up. Just text, someone texted Elton Brand and was like, "Hey, Ben's outside." <laughs> like that is crazy. Wild. Look, crazy. how awkward is that locker room? You think? Like, oh, honestly. First of all, like he doesn't want. Obviously, he doesn't want to be there. But just like all the things that everyone has said, like the Joel and B and even Doc Rivers. And mm-hmm. just like him being isolated, like he hasn't talked to anyone since the game, like since right. since I played. He hasn't talked to he cut off all communications with everyone. So for him to just show up now, sort of like, bro, there's probably no conversation. Like, what do you say? Like, can't be fake happy. Oh, he's back. Oh, hey, Ben. Probably right. people are gonna be fake happy, whatever, whatever, trying to mm-hmm. be inside. But like for him, like we know it's fake. All the energy, whatever is gonna be fake. He's there, right. he just wants to get traded, he still doesn't want to be there. Sixers right. fans are gonna chew him. Oh, up they, I mean, they should because I mean, he touches the ball. Oh my god! Because bro, he's doing. He's basically gonna be doing what he should have did from the jump and just showed up. You know what I'm saying? And just kept all his. I'm trying to be out of here, like on the low. He could have. He could have yeah. kept it between them, but still it's been there. It's not gonna work, bro. It's not gonna work. <sighs> should they chew him up? Why? They he doesn't want to be there. Why? They he should. doesn't want to no. be there. They should chew him up. But I'm saying that. 
you know, basically, because now that he's there, now that he's actually, I mean, whether or not he plays, we still don't know. But mm-hmm. he should have been there from the jump. Like, you, bro, he should have just been, went to training camp, been like, yo, put me on the B team. I'm out of here by December anyway. Like, you know, let's let's figure out a way to amicably cut ties. Like, I ain't, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to create no situation. I'm showing up. Basically, pulling, doing what James Harden did in terms of playing, you know, solidify your trade value make it easier for them to move you because you can't like, especially with his position, the position he was in, bro, you can't have that type of playoff performance and expect any team to be, make it easy. Make to it move. Easy. Yeah. Like, it's you know still, what I'm saying? It's still going to be hard. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, for sure. It's, it's difficult, but I'm just saying like, when you look at, um, you know, like he said, well, it's not his job to, you know, make his trade value go up. You still have to do something to help yourself. Like you can't let that last playoff performance be, the last thing that people remember people see you know yeah like it's one thing if like he really hooped and was like i'm sick of this like because with james harden like james harden could have done what he did and honestly i think the same things would have happened where like he still would have easily been traded because like that's james harden yeah and he doesn't lack his his performance doesn't lack like we know what he could do but since ben's coming off such a performance he does have to prove himself one thing i would say if i'm ben like I'm killing the first five, oh, seven sure. games. I'm killing, and then my hamstring, my ankle. Yep, knee soreness, back. I'm out. Asms. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> One thing he better not do, though, once he steps on that court, he better give, like, 110% maximum effort because, oh, my God. If yeah. he if he's out there just being whatever, lackadaisical and just going through the motions, he can never step foot in the state, not state, the city of the city of Philly. ever again. <laughs> oh my god yeah they no, would, they would send out a hit list on that boy man oh yeah no they would crazy they would definitely go find him because man, man, matter of fact just just trade him for Kyrie straight up <laughs> that's not gonna happen I think they already said they already said that <laughs> they already said that they don't want Kyrie which is nuts but yeah, yeah. I, you know I don't god that whole Kyrie situation too is nuts too bro but, I love it. You know why I love it? <laughs> why you love it, bro? You know why, why I love you, the, the, whole, the whole KD situation? Because while that's going on, let's just give them the time for the Lakers to get our three-head monster, right? It's going it's gonna to take a month or two to, to get on the same cool. page. And then we we don't have to worry about Kyrie in the finals. That's very true. I, I not not smooth it. sailing, but you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, no, you are actually 1,000% correct. The <laughs> Lakers, the Lakers got a squad, boy. The Lakers got like, and it's not. We won't talk about the Lakers two for two seconds. This is low key like a Lakers podcast, but two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> the Lakers, it's not their their main guys. It's not the mellow edition. It's not the Russell Westbrook edition. It's not those guys that really make the difference. It's the Malik Monks. It's the Kendrick Nuns. Um, Tht when he gets back because he just had surgery, I think on his thumb. Like yeah. it's those guys. It's that second group that really makes a difference because, you know, with uh, like that first group with, you know, Russ, Braun, AD, like that group, they're going to system you. It's going to be, you know, cuts, screen roll, everything like that. But with the second group, those boys can go get a bucket. Like they ain't have that before. Like Malik Monk, you can just, all right, go get one. THT, yo, go get Kendrick I don't, Nunn, yo, I don't go know get about one. go get one with Malik Monk. Kendrick Nunn, yeah, you get a bucket. 
but he's no. Malik, for sure. Malik Monk, go get one. Uh, you put him in space. You put him in a situation. Uh, I think you can say to him, "Yo, go get one." Okay, okay, okay. Like we'll he can cre- like he can create his own shot. Let me say that. Let me let me be like the yeah. analyst. <laughs> he can create his own shot. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, you, know, yeah. hard, you know how easy it is to create your own shot. Really, <laughs> if you have a decent ball handling skill. If you have you a ball handling skill and you can shoot, yeah, it sh- yeah it's it really not that. hard to create your own shot. Like I can just shoot it in your face, like yeah, right. <laughs> pump like, fake, it has, yeah, like a hezzy three. Like, that's easy. Man. It's really not hard to shoot to create your own shot, but you know that's besides the point. Um, but yeah, so I agree with that. Definitely gives the Lakers time to to gel in the next you know month. Yeah. So Kyrie can sit home and and be a voice for all the people who. Who losing their jobs, whatever the case may be, because people are out here dying. For, I don't get what you're being a voice for, to be honest. But hey, do your thing. Be be the voice. Sit down on the couch while you have your your two hundred or three hundred plus millions that you made throughout your whole career. Chill, and we'll just continue. So college hoops, college you. hoops, college hoops is 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 approaching. NCAA basketball is back. We're starting to see some uh, margin ma- or not. Uh, what is it? Midnight Madness. That was called so Midnight Madness. Madness. I haven't heard that in a minute. Have, man, wow. I never had one, so I, I don't know. But um, we, we never had one either. Or, or do you? We never had a man. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But you know, let's talk wait, about. Wait, you was at UVA. We had no. We had Coach Ben ain't played none of that. Like Coach Ben the, was against the all petite, that stuff. The bro. the the UVA. Yeah, Virginia man. University. Do none Y'all of that. Have a, Wow, I'm surprised. Why not? Y'all be winning national championships and all that good stuff. Top 10s, 5s, number one ranked. We do it the white collar way, bro. Or not white collar. We do it the blue collar way, bro. Y'all got to have some fun. Y'all up there laying down in bed reading about playing defense before y'all go to bed. Yep, that's right. That's exactly what we did. (laughs) We don't do none of that fun stuff. Y'all go ahead and and have your little dunk contests and all that. We ain't here working on these defensive slides. We're working on this pack line. I mean, we're working on this post trap. Like, nah, y'all can have fun with all that. Working on the Princeton's offense. Princeton offense. Hey, man, look, Princeton got up their offense from us. Don't do that. All right. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Spicy when it comes to to my Wahoo's work. But, uh, but so. Yeah, man, it's coming up, man. November 1st, I think, is, man, when stuff starts. No, not the first or the third. First, Third, that first week, I don't. Yeah, know. that first week, third or fourth, yeah, November. Yeah, so, so we talking about college hoops. What, what do, what do, we, what can we expect from the ODU Monarchs this year? Man, honestly, I'm not even sure right now. I gotta, ta- I gotta tap in. I know of a couple guys. We, we got a couple good transfers, mm-hmm. and so we should, we should still be competitive. You know, ODU and Conference USA is always number one in defense. Like we strap up. We got a couple oh, good yeah. good guards out there. We got we got a nice big um what's his name? I forgot his name. We got a he's nice, man. I think he's a junior. We got a nice, nice, nice big out there. So we're gonna okay. be all right, man. We're gonna, we right. gonna be all right. That's what's we'll up. Be straight in conference, USA. Ooh, all right. What, all what right. about you? What about <laughs> UVA? What are they talking about? Well, I mean, as you know, the ACC runs through Charlottesville these days for a while now, actually, but um you know i'm I'm expecting us to really have a really good team I, I like we got we got some young guys um but we also have some vets on the team um you know shoot i don't like caden shed shedrick is one of our bigs um i'm expecting looking for a really big big year out of him um you know plus some of the guards like kia clark a vet on that team i think he's a is he a third year is he a third year or a fourth year now but mm. um you know, just veterans, but also just some good, good, 
good new guys, good veteran leadership. And then also um, some of the transfers we got are really good. Like I know Jaden Garner is a big from um, East Carolina, I think. Yeah, I think East Carolina um, is right. really good. And we got um, Indiana transfer, uh, Armand Franklin, I believe his name is. Armand, I don't want to mispronounce his name. I don't want to mess it up. But um, transfer is also really good. So we got we got a good squad. So I expect yeah, us to be, yeah, I expect to be top of the, you know, top of the ACC per usual where we belong. You know what I'm saying? All all that uh, Tar Heel Duke foolishness. Can... I was about to say, y'all be at the top every year? Yes. I mean, I mean, Duke and, and UNC haven't been that great these past couple years. I mean, besides Duke two years ago, UNC, nah. Don't matter. We were still on top. <laughs> still on top. It doesn't matter. That's it's just... Not... It's uh at yeah. least at least college basketball this year they're able to have fans, right? Yes, they're actually able yeah. to have fans. Full packed um, up fans again, all that. Yeah, good, that's man. gonna good be dope. Them, man. That's gonna be dope. Also, I think they they were proposing um having the final four, the men's final four and the women's final four in the same location, which I think is mm-hmm. really cool. I think that's dope. Um, and I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. I was about to I was about to say that has that happened already? Because I know they have the I think the final four is always like in Dallas or something. Yeah, they have I mean they've had it in different spots. I mean they've had yeah. Atlanta, San Antonio, yeah, Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um they it, I think Arizona, like they've had it in a bunch of different spots, but um they've never had like both men's and women in the same time. spot, like going on the same time, which I think they should just because okay, I mean, okay women NCAA, I see y'all. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, bro, it's it's exciting games. Like, shoot, I think we remember when all the before all this WNBA stuff kicked off, it was the um, women's March Madness that I yeah. think, in my opinion, really kicked things off. Where people really saw like, oh, oh you're right, you're right. These games yeah, are exciting. Right. These are so, tough. Nah, those games are tough. Yeah, so I think that's that's what we uh, should see. I, I think it should happen. I don't know if they voted it in or not, but I, I read that. I was like, oh, that actually, that'd be pretty interesting. It makes sense. It makes sense, especially how the you know, so it went the WN, uh, the NCAA went for the women's last year. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They probably absolutely. making more money than the WNBA off of them, like as far as probably colleges. Probably, probably more teams, more schools, like the, the whole nine. Yeah, more does. They got some. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, that that yeah. one girl off Duke, I forgot her name. Oh my god! Oh, what, but see, but that is why the WNBA <laughs> yeah. add more teams. Yo, that's the they only thing they need to do. Over there, bro. Yeah, bro. Like they, like they got some killers. But how know, much teams? More spots. Teams right now in the WNBA. Uh, sixteen, I think. And how much does the W? I mean, the NBA have like thirty-two. Thirty. 30, 30, I'm bugging. Yeah, 30 or 31, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. any more. They need at least 20. Make it, make it 10. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they can do it. Bro, because we were literally just talking about this. Like, when you, when you think about players like Lexi Brown, bro, like, and she's on the Chicago. Side, but, like, Lexi's a killer. Like, I know we talk about, you know, she's great. She looks good, this and there. But, like, she can talk hoop. about nothing. She can hoop, bro. Yeah, like she can hoop. She she should be playing somewhere, but because you know there there's only a limited amount of spots, and then when you do with coaches and just their opinions and how they look at stuff, this and third, blah 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 blah. You have players like her, and I know it's more than just her in the league in the WNBA right now. That like, yo, you should be starting somewhere. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think, and that's why I think the WNBA should also just start getting creative with how they you know bring in new teams, like whether that be you know you 
use a college arena or you um depending on what state you're in like you maybe use a high school arena like you know yeah. what i'm saying just get they gotta get start creative. somewhere you know yeah get saying? creative with something like because i think even if you're not necessarily doing arenas like if you can get cameras in any gym and make sure the gym is like up to par like it's nice it doesn't have to be an arena like it doesn't yeah. you could you could put it in a high school gym and it still look good like you know what i mean like that like no, stuff like right. that um it's not going to affect the bottom line. It's not going to affect, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just need a camera. You just, just need a camera. camera and, that's, and it. that's it. So I spaces think, for, for fans to sit, like a, a good, decent size, you know? Yeah. College arena. And you, you set to go, man. Right. So I, I, I hope to see that. But, um, but yeah, so I think we're in, we're, we got a nice couple, couple months of hoops. Cause I mean, obviously the NBA is coming back They're They're in, um, was it preseason right now? I think pre- when's preseason over? I think it's over. Soon. Um, I think I think um after this weekend, maybe after this weekend. Okay, yeah, but, maybe one more week, something like that. Okay. Well, yeah. this is always a wonderful time as a hooper, like this October, November, November you know, start period. Because yeah. you got NBA basketball coming back, you got uh, NCAA, and obviously, like right now, we got the WNBA finals on and. Stuff. Like it's it's a it's a lot it's a of lot fun. going on, man. Basketball. It's like Christmas out here, man. Yep, you know I'm saying yep. very dope. So, yeah, but I don't, I'm I'm topped out. I don't know if you got anything else. You got anything no, else? You I, ain't, I ain't got anything else. Just you know, yeah. yeah, that's about it, man. Everything else is just just whatever. Yeah, because I mean, crazy topics right now. Yeah, because I mean, we don't want to talk too much about Kyrie stuff or anything like that, just because we're still waiting. Uh. We're waiting. We got to see what's going. We got to see. We're waiting to see what's going on with that, Ben man. Simmons. Like you know, and all this stuff has been dragging on for so long. And we're not the news podcast. Y'all go watch ESPN. <laughs> but yeah, if y'all got any topics y'all want to talk about, please, or you'd like to hear us talk about, I should say, you know, reach out to us. We'd love to talk about it. Let us know, and uh, you know, we'll we'll acquiesce your request and we'll make something happen. <laughs> Thanks. But we appreciate you guys for listening and tuning into another episode. We look forward uh, to seeing you and hearing you on the next one. See you all next week. And we out. Yes, sir. We out. Oh, we got to hit the. Oh, my God. I've been forgetting the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.